he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I am Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So please join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so Nick Vial revealed on his podcast that no one has liked The Bachelor since he was the lead. And people are finding his comments to be very, um, you know... Very, very Nick, some might say. Mm-hmm. In Nick fashion. So uh, let's play the clip just to get mm-hmm. a, a little taste of how this actually came out of his mouth. No one's liked their Bachelor right. literally since me. And I was polarizing, <laughs> you know? But, like, I get that all the time where people... People liked are, Matt James, right? Not as The Bachelor, no. They liked his... The people who are yeah. fans of, of Tyler, and there was a lot of those fans who followed the crew, and, and if you, you know, and Matt James had a couple hundred thousand followers at the time, you know, because of his buddy Tyler, sure, like, those people got excited, and obviously being the first Black Bachelor, that was a monumental and wonderful, like, you know, step in the right direction for the franchise after, like, years of, of not doing that. But all that aside, when his season started airing, yeah, no, people... I think you're right. People liked him, but maybe not as The Bachelor. Yeah. I just find this so Nick because he's speaking in such absolutes that it's just <laughs> like, dude, there's no way anything that you're saying is true because you're saying no one in the whole world liked their Bachelor since him. It's like, that's not true. Factually incorrect. Literally, people liked Bachelors going forward. Not everyone liked you. Like, it's just, that's just, like, such an insane thing to say because no part of that is true. So, like, literally, where do you get off, Nick? I have a unexpected, surprising hot take that you guys are okay. not going to expect here. Whoa, I'm scared. I actually kind of get what he's referring to. Like, I think he's super cocky, arrogant. It comes off like a douche when he's talking, but I get what he means. So I want to pull up the list of bachelors okay, in like yeah. the year after year. Let's see. Yeah, how please do, you... do a dramatic reading of that for me because well, I'm where... like, how do you get that? Like, just Google you... bachelors. Oh, this isn't in, in order. I want the order list. I am really bad at the chronological order, like sitting there and trying to figure out who came after. Whom? Well, you have to really think it through because you have to be like, okay, so on Ari season, then what happened on that season? Oh, that's why we got Becca. Oh, who was on Becca season? Oh, Colton. It's very much, it's a mind game. So what I think Nick is referring to is that when Nick was announced as The Bachelor, it was a fairly celebrated thing. I actually remember jumping around my living room when he was announced. Like, I was so excited. They set him up at the perfect time. It was the end of Paradise. They announced it on that After Mm -hmm. Paradise talk show. It was very timely for what he just went through. He just got a very good edit on Paradise. So it was a good thing that Nick was announced. It was, I'm not going to speak on behalf of literally everyone like he does, but I think for Mm -hmm. the most part, people were happy. The one after that, Ari, people were pissed. They wanted no, Peter people were pissed. But I do think people liked Colton when he was initially announced. People were excited. Yeah. I don't really you get what You even said you ref- were. You said you were on a cruise and you were so excited about it. I was on a cruise and I asked for someone's phone because I didn't yeah. have the Wi-Fi package and I Googled who is the bachelor. And it was either Colton, Blake, or Jason. And again, mm-hmm. I was at the club and I danced around when I found out it was Colton. That's who I wanted out of the three. So I don't think he's right with that one. Yeah. Peter, they I were think pissed. A lot it, of wasn't, people liked it wasn't Mike. 
but Peter just had like the windmill thing, so I feel like people were kind of like people on were, board. I think, also getting well, and then there was also like the why isn't it Tyler Cameron thing. But I no, feel like Mike, Mike Johnson. Johnson and Tyler Cameron, yeah, no, both of them were more popular choices than Peter, but I feel like people eventually got on board. But people I get got what you're board. saying, it was a delayed reaction. Yeah. Matt, it was, why are we plucking someone from nowhere when you, again, could have just had Mike Johnson. Mike if Johnson. we wanted to have our first Black Bachelor, we had one wrapped up in a bow. You didn't choose it. People were not necessarily stoked. Also, they announced it like... Wasn't it like six months before the season even aired? They announced it so early that no one had a chance. Like, why don't we let us get to know him before you announce yeah. him? There was it was too early. Clayton, people were pissed. He got no yeah. airtime on Michelle's season. He ended up being a good bachelor, but like people were not happy. Zach, people were pissed. So I get he's not right for a hundred percent of it, but I get what mm-hmm. he's referring to that people haven't been happy. With The Bachelor in general since his season. I just think it's like an absurd thing to say. Literally no one – because I'm sure there's someone out there who was excited about Ari. Like no one was excited. Someone was. Not me, but someone. Um, I was because I'm an OG fan and I knew Ari from Mm -hmm. Emily's season. And I'm not afraid of some throwbacks like you guys. But everyone was pissed it wasn't Peter. Remember they called him not Peter? Yeah. Well, I actually, that was the first time I started covering Bachelor stuff. And so I obviously interviewed a lot of girls from Ari's season. And a lot of them, like, behind the scenes would tell me, I only went on this season because I thought it was going to be Peter. So that was a common consensus. Yeah. So, sure, Nick comes off super, like, tone deaf. But kind of see his point. I mean, I think out of all of those, (laughs) Nick was my favorite Bachelor. And I think that may be a surprise to some of you guys. But I thought his season was... Mm -hmm. One of the best. Yeah, but was it because of him or was it because of, like, people like Corinne? Not because of him. I just think the girls on Nick's season were so good. They just, like, they looked like they were having so much fun. I'm like, oh, those girls, like, party. Like, I feel like that was the last season of – well, because that was, I think, right before they changed all the rules because then afterwards Corinne had the situation in paradise, so then they changed the alcohol rules. So on Nick's season, they were – all drunk all the time like these girls were going off and you could tell that they were all just like partying like they were in college and I thought that was so fun to watch agreed his season was amazing I wouldn't say it's because he's such a polarizing figure as he puts it I mean between him and Natalie polarizing stunning hilarious (laughs) I can't get over how she said it I'm a genius right genius stunning hilarious so funny but I have Excessive sweat glands. Well, because it was so weird. It's like, why are you talking? That's not your voice. They, I feel like they, both of them, they love to be like, everybody hates us, but we're so hot. Like, that's their vibe. Yeah. Well, just had to touch on this hot take because I didn't <laughs> think, like, I think the the normal reaction to Nick's clip is like, oh my God, I roll Nick. Like, you're so self-centered. And he is. I'm not mm-hmm. taking away from that. But I just wanted to point out that I think he had somewhat of a point here. Okay. Okay. Moving on. A few weeks ago, we talked about that Demois rumor that there was a Bachelor Nation divorce underway. We've kind of concluded that it's either BS or that that couple went into hiding. Jade and Tanner, that was my guess. Right. I think that's still still going strong with that one. Well, We'll see. We got a couple of DMs after that episode, and they're like, I can't believe people were like, why didn't you name Rachel and Brian as a potential couple that could be on the rocks? To be honest, I... Just, it slipped my mind. But they were one that I'm like, yeah, they seem to be living two separate lives. Well, Rachel has seemingly shut down any divorce rumors. So she 
just 12 hours ago put up a TikTok and you know the trend that's like, I'll just play the trend because everyone will know it by the sound. So what Rachel writes here is, it starts out of a picture of her and Brian meeting at the mansion for the first time. And then it's a little cutaway and it's them getting, it's a picture of them on their wedding day. And the caption is, just in case y'all forgot, it's a forever thing. Hashtag love of my life. Hashtag relationship goals. So I think she's a little late to the party because this news is a little old. It could mm -hmm. be a coincidence. Or do you think she's shutting down rumors that it seems like it? She's shutting it seems it down. like she, she's shutting it down. Um, I do think this is a stark difference compared to like, for example, we've been speculating that Caitlyn and Jason are on the rocks and like Caitlyn has like said things about it or whatever, but like hasn't posted anything like this. You know what I mean? I feel like it just goes to show that like that seeing a TikTok like that, I then believe, oh, I think Rachel and Brian are fine versus I don't know. Caitlyn doesn't do anything like that. You know well, what I mean? Maybe she doesn't want to give in to people and like social media is a facade. It is a facade. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I do think this is Rachel shutting down the room. I never thought her and Brian were on the rocks. A lot so, of people did though. Like I actually feel yeah. like their names were thrown around a lot, which is why people questioned why we didn't throw them around either. Uh, to be honest, I think we record off the cuff and we just talk and sometimes I we don't think of everything but well why do, do people think that about them because they I think they have a bi-coastal relationship oh, like oh, she oh, oh. they she travel I I don't know but I think she travels a lot they're not physically together mm -hmm. a ton of time so it Got would it. be an easy choice I guess for them mm -hmm. but seems like they are rock solid so the jury is still out um yeah. I'm starting to lean towards no one I think gel blaster guns save Jaden Tanner. No, I'm still Jaden Tanner. Okay, well. We gotta wait for them to announce. I don't think it's happening, but we'll see. When it does announce, we will regroup to the story and pull all the necessary context clues. But until then, moving on. So Clayton Eckerd has announced that he is releasing a book about mental health. The book is titled 180 Degrees on Mental Health, Mindfulness, and Unlocking Self-Belief by Clayton Eckerd. Woo. Now, 180 degrees. So I started thinking about the phrase when someone's like, oh, he did a total 180. It's not a total 360. Like 360 means you turned around and you're in the exact same spot you started. 180 is yeah. turning backwards. Yeah. Other direction. So what is what message is he trying to say? Oh, flip, like flipping. Like, yeah, like flipping and going in a different direction. Okay. Got Versus, it. Yeah, you're right. 360 degrees is a full circle. So you just are right in the same spot. Okay. 180. Yeah, you're t you're turning to the opposite. Okay. Um so Susie his ex is showing love for Clayton. She put on her stories a Amazon link saying that she bought the book, which is very nice considering I'm sure Clayton could just easily send her a free copy. I'm sure all of yeah. his friends will get free copies. But she writes, super proud of Clayton Eckert. He started writing this book when we were still together. I can genuinely say it gives you so much insight into who he is and the goodness that he has in his heart. Every time we catch up, it reminds me what a good person he is and how grateful I am to have spent time with him in this life. Go check out the book. You can literally order on Amazon. I guess we're going to have to order it ourselves because we're not going to get a signed copy from Clayton, but... Well, unless we meet him next week and he sends us one. Maybe. We'll see. 
who knows what's going to happen next week. Who knows? Ooh, cryptic, mysterious. I like it. I don't know, maybe. Um, But I think it's nice that him and Susie are on good terms. I think they always have been pretty clear that they broke up on good terms. And it's nice to see. It's nice to see. Love to see it. Refreshing, some might say. All right. Well, moving on. Okay, so you know how, like, before you go to a new restaurant in town, you always check the reviews online? I'm, like, so notorious for doing that. I need to know exactly, like, what I'm getting into before I go to a new place. So why aren't you doing that also with doctors? It makes no sense. On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is pretty seamless. And the quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, they take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Yeah, that's right. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you just haven't met yet. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you could find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Also, you can book an appointment with a few taps in their app. No more waiting on hold for 30 minutes. This is like my favorite part of this whole app is that you can actually book in the app. Like I absolutely hate having to call. I hate nothing more than waiting on hold, having to deal with a receptionist. The fact that you could do this all through the app is so convenient. Yeah, so you guys should check it out. Go to ZocDoc.com slash allbatch and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then you can find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, which is awesome. You don't want to wait when you're not feeling good. That's ZocDoc.com. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash all batch. ZocDoc.com slash all batch. Okay, so did I tell you my new set of attitude sheets came in the mail this weekend just in time for me to move into my new apartment? And I am so excited to have brand new sheets on my brand new bed in my brand new apartment. And I'll be getting the best night's sleep because attitude wants you to feel your most rested and energized self. And you only get that with a good quality sleep. Yeah, and then when you get good sleep, you you function better in your day-to-day life as well. And I think that's perfect for your fresh start because you want to be like laying on your new bed with your new fresh mm-hmm. sheets and it's just doing all the things for you so I'm so happy for your fresh start because attitude sustainable bedding is made from the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric so you can rest easy knowing your bedding is free from harmful chemicals and better for you and the planet and right now attitude is offering she's all batch listeners that's you guys $25 off your first bedding order with code she's all batch might as well try and we told you guys before you can get them and if you don't like them return them in 30 days and get your money back so you might as well just try um slipping into these light buttery sheets is like a shortcut to true beauty sleep plus their clean bamboo sheets have been performance tested against competitors to be more effective at keeping you at your optimal comfort level and body temperature which means you experience quality sleep i told you guys i get hot when i sleep and these sheets really do wonders i can't sleep in any other sheets anymore because I'm too sweaty. I feel you, girl. So guys, don't forget, you can get $25 off your bedding order. This is a limited time. This will not last forever. Go to attitude.com slash she's all batch. That's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash she's all batch. That will get you $25 off your first bedding order. The Attitude team is so sure you'll love your sheets. You could try them 30 nights risk-free, as Jackie said before, and return them if you're not in love. No questions asked. Again, that's attitude.com slash she's all batch. Happy sleeping. 
Okay, we are going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. You guys know that's when you submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. It's a good time, don't you think? It is such a good time, I do think, yeah. Okay, first one. Hey guys, love your pod. I have a batch encounter for you. I met Hot Kenny tonight. Hot Kenny, is that his new name? I was at a local bar in Chicago to see a live podcast from our Kiss FM morning show hosts. They refer to him as Hot Kenny. Oh, and I totally forgot he was going to be there as his boy band that he manages went on after. The band was really good. I was so afraid to approach him because he was technically working. He was by the sound table and I went up and said hi and that I was a fan. No one was really approaching him and there was no sign of Mari. I wish him well and he asked if I had been to the venue before and if I lived close. He was so sweet and chatted with me for a minute. He gave me a hug. I said I didn't want to take up too much of his time. The band was playing at the time so it was loud and I was too nervous to ask him for a pick but he's somehow even hotter in person. I feel like we've only gotten good encounters about Kenny. Yeah, that's true. I have no doubt in my mind that he's like a really cool, amazing guy. Everyone always says nice things and they always say he's hotter in person too, which is surprising because he's pretty hot on TV, I would say. Yeah, I can see how he's hotter in person though. And mm-hmm. and yes, if his band is playing, he is most definitely working. I feel like that's a misconception. They think like, oh, you're at a concert, you're at a bar, but like it's his band. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, that is his job. Boy band manager, never forget. Um, But yeah, he's so nice. It's just like, and I think that makes him hotter, honestly. The fact that he's like cool and we only hear good things about him. A hot guy gets hotter when he's nice. Yeah. Okay, this next one. This person writes, I have no idea if this is where I write Bachelor Encounters. Well, guess what? You did it right. Just DM me, it's fine. It is after midnight. Just put my nine-month-old down and decided to wash and dry my hair. What's going on here? I'm a 41- Well, it might be important to the plot. (laughs) I'm a 41 year old old fart and I love the mindless escape of your podcast. Aw, first of all, 41 is not an old fart. You probably look so hot while writing this. You two are so quick-witted and hysterical. Hold up. I love the beginning of this encounter. Thank you so (laughs) much. This is is Megan. Thank you, Megan. Anyways, now we're getting to the encounter. About Mm -hmm. five to six years ago, I think I was living in downtown LA with my husband. I also think my first son had been born. All a blur. Fine, girl. He had three open heart surgeries at at CHLA, and it was just hard. The Bachelor was and is my escape. So there we were living in DTLA. Nick had been the Bachelor not too long before. He and Vanessa were living in DTLA at some point. Then they broke up. Nick annoyed the shit out of me on Andy's season. Ick. Didn't even think he was cute. He grew on me slightly on Caitlyn's season. Love you, girl. Are we going to get to the encounter? I know. I'm like, did so did she see Nick? Or like, <laughs> where is this going? And what about her hair? About the washing was needed for <laughs> okay. this. There's more. Okay. So he grew okay. on me only slightly on Caitlyn's season, but still ick. Bachelor in Paradise, get over yourself. Like, Jen Saviano, are you kidding me? I'm only saying all this because I didn't get the appeal with Nick. So imagine my surprise. Okay, now we're getting to the encounter. <laughs> okay. As my old fart self walking into work in DTLA. I, where the fuck is DTLA? You've said this. Downtown LA. That's oh. what it's called. Oh my God. I'm so not trendy and cool. Uh, walking into work at downtown LA, I see Nick. Just walking. You guys, he is so tall and he is so hot. I was stunned. He was wearing a sleeveless workout shirt, not a wife beater, just like a black shirt with no arms and black Adidas looking like pants. I saw him across the street from me, but we walked parallel from each other for like four blocks. I would have just like kept going. I kept looking in the window on my left so he wouldn't see me checking him out. He was on my right across the street and vice versa. Like I know he wasn't checking me out, but I think he knew I was checking him out. Well, that is sometimes I think an issue when you, if you like see someone famous, like you're not saying anything to them, but like they know that you know that they're mm. famous, you know? But this is like it's on a opposite vibe. sides of the street. 
But like, in downtown LA, no one walks, especially downtown LA. LA everywhere. But they were probably the only two people walking on the street. I would bet money on it. Okay. So they made eye contact. He is a mansplainer to his core on his podcast and also annoys me, but I've never been so surprised at someone's hotness. He is so much hotter in person. He just shouldn't speak. I feel bad that I'm talking a lot of crap. The point is, if he had crossed the street and spoken to me, I probably would have been completely flabbergasted. He is gorgeous and I'm sure less annoying in person. And he's my age, just into people 20 years younger than me. That's the encounter. Wow, girl, you provided so much extra context. So I think the beginning, she's just telling us that she's washing her hair, I think. Okay. Like, I think that was now. In present day, she's washing her hair, typing <laughs> oh, the encounter. Oh, but in the past, but she in the was past, walking on the one street One time she me. saw Nick in person and he was very hot. Got it. Also, Megan, stop calling yourself old. You are not old. Seriously. I heard 40 is the new 16. 20. Yeah. No, so. it's true. Those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story of meeting a Bachelor alum in the wild, you want to share it, DM me at She's All Batch. We're going to read about it on air. It's going to be a good time then. So we'll see you then. All right. So I know this is a podcast and you guys can't see me right now. I want to tell you a little bit about my double OTD or my outfit of the day for my elder millennials. So... I have a Fox sweatshirt in black. I'm pairing those with black leggings and socks. But most importantly is what I have underneath. And that is my Honey Loves bestseller crossover bra. So what I love about this bra is that it gives me an amazing lift without using an underwire. So it's super comfortable and sometimes I even forget I'm wearing it, but usually the bras that are very comfortable don't offer a lot of support. This is the best of both worlds. And if you are tired of bras that cause bulging in the back, Honey Loves bras are designed with back smoothing fabric to prevent bra bulge. Totally a game changer because I'm definitely like a sports bra girly, but like you can't wear sports bras under normal, nice, real clothes. Um, and they don't give you the right lift, but this is truly gives you a lift while still being just as comfortable as an actual sports bra. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game so you no longer have to deal with uncomfortable underwire without sacrificing support. And now for a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale. So you can get 20% off your entire order with the code She's All Batch at honeylove.com. And I may have to use that code myself because unfortunately, I'm gonna have to wash this bra eventually. And then what am I gonna wear? Like, what can I actually wear? I know that truly is always the conflict for a female is like do I wash my bra or like not have a bra so I just a lot of times don't wash it um so while you're at honeylove.com you can check out their v-bra which is a more relaxed lounge bra it's super comfortable it offers the support of a traditional bra without the uncomfortable underwire and it's designed to lift and separate with molded cups and is not a shelf like bra that creates like a uniboob effect which is clutch they also have incredibly comfortable shapewear tanks leggings for everyday support so go check them out treat yourself to the best bra and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code she's all batch use code she's all batch at honeylove.com cinched snatched lifted it's hot girl season thanks to honey love I just felt like I sounded like um Natalie when she's like hilarious I know stunning, <laughs> stunning. <laughs> okay so something I have been trying to be better at is limiting my time on social media because obviously we all know how harmful that can be but I still obviously want a distraction when I'm like waiting for the subway or having some downtime at work or after work. So I downloaded Love and Pies by Trail Mix Games and I need to tell you about it because it has been my new pastime. I'm 
actually obsessed with it. It's a casual merge two game where you build your very own cafe, which is so fun and cute. You combine ingredients and you uncover a story of drama and romance. What? It's really fun. I love anything where you can be like interactive in a game. And you guys know mm-hmm. I am a mom. Obviously that makes for very little downtime for me, but whenever I can get a second to myself, if Charlie's napping or watching a movie or something, I am finding myself gravitating towards this game. Jackie's told me about it and I was like, all right, fine, let me try it. <laughs> so basically the storyline of the game is you play as a character, Amelia, and you're taking over the old family cafe and then chaos ensues. You'll meet a diverse cast of characters and you uncover a family story full of secrets and laughs. It's so fun. I love games where you are like playing as a character and you like experience a whole life through this game. You know what I mean? It's not just like connecting little bricks or something or bubbles. Like there's real plot and drama Right, and you guys know we love the drama. So this is very... Mm -hmm in our wheelhouse to want a game like this. You can also decorate the cafe exactly how you want it, which I love because then I get to pretend to be like an interior designer. So yeah, it's just been such a fun little pastime for us. Trail mix games are games that are snackable and nourishing to the heart. With each beautiful game they create, they're fostering a culture of trust, respect, and creativity. So if you guys are looking for a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today. I swear to you guys, it's so fun and then we can all talk about it. That's love and pies free to download in the app store or google play all right guys here to help us recap this week is two pro recappers and hosts of the dear shandy podcast bachelor legend charlene joint and her hilarious husband andy levine thank you guys for joining us on valentine's day yeah yeah seriously i had to carve it out of all the plans i had to do on valentine's day that's why we're not doing valentine's i love that we get the title of pro recappers yeah you are are there are there amateur recappers yes there are right oh yes Mm -hmm. also whole league there's a (laughs) you guys are (laughs) on the top thanks for having us ladies of course a little birdie told me aka i think andy's instagram page that you guys have only spent one valentine's day together in your whole marriage is that true oh my god stephanie's like me she does research on her guests before she has them on yeah we really i've always been singing for some reason during valentine's day and yeah. last year was the first time ever. So Andy Yeah, I was cooked. joking about not doing anything for, for Valentine's Day, but literally I've almost never done anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> He's never had to. Except last year I did I made like a nice dinner and there was some candles and stuff. But other than that, no. So this is maybe today is gonna be another one. You don't know. Well that's what I was gonna say. Are there big plans for tonight? Or are All right, you take it easy. The, the pressure <laughs> is unnecessary. Okay. okay. Well, I'm honored Sorry. that you decided to have a group date with us on Valentine's Day, oh. considering you've only had just one other Valentine's Day together. So we are honored to be hanging with you guys today. Aww. Thanks, guys. We've been married for a while. So Valentine's Day <laughs> Happy sort of Valentine's loses Day. its sheen. I feel you. <laughs> but thank you. That's so sweet of you to look that up. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, okay, well, let's get into the recap. So first things first, they head to the Bahamas. International waters. In, in the words of Andy, when we watched this, he said, oh, whatever. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking when you think like, you know, international trip, you probably don't think Bahamas, but nothing against the Bahamas. But I thought they were going somewhere like overseas, mm. like yeah. over the seas. It was a good starter, though. I mean, this is a real step up from some of the places oh, they've absolutely. gone. Well, I was yeah. going to say, isn't it pretty early for international? Don't they go to like 
Cleveland first or like yeah. Wisconsin. We didn't do any of those. Like we just went to Bahamas. I wanted to ask you though, Charlene, when they film the reactions, cause they're always like, woo. And I guess Bahamas is exciting, but if it's Cleveland, they're also equally as excited. What's that like in the house <laughs> when they're like, okay guys, we're going to announce that it's Cleveland. Everybody like, do they tell you to cheer or how does that go down when they're actually filming in the house? I don't know if I can give a really useful answer to this because I don't want to make this sound like a humble brag, but on my season, oh, out lucky. of nowhere, they're like, we're flying to Seoul. <laughs> so yeah. our reaction was completely authentic. We were like, Wah! like we completely <laughs> lost our shit. And they yeah. didn't ever give us a warning beforehand. Like, this is where okay. you'll be going. This is the reaction we hope you give. That was typically something they would tell you to do about the resort or hotel you were staying at. It's like, okay, ladies look really excited about this hotel mm -hmm. room. Like, mm -hmm. presidents have stayed here, that kind of thing. And then that's what they hype you up. But with yeah. the international travel, they don't give you any heads up. And I think, honestly, you're just so like excited to get out of there and for some kind of change mm -hmm. of scenery that you're like, you actually are excited about Cleveland. No offense to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, no offense to all the Cleveland <laughs> citizens. And to get out of bunk beds, like you you actually may have the shot of like getting a bigger bed or getting some more space to yourself if you're start to travel. You know, Stephanie, you're touching on something major that's just coming back to me now. But the idea that you are completely happy with your roommate and room and bed sharing the whole situation is just incorrect like most of the time you've been somewhere for five or six days and maybe you roomed with these people this time because there was conflict with other people last time and then you're like but I don't want to be with these people anymore like it was very often that there would be a big rejiggering each time you moved later on in the season less so yeah. but sorry I didn't now I'm talking about BTS. Let's talk about this season. No, no, I would be like, no, I like this involved. too. So, because if you're not here, we're just assuming it. So, we have <laughs> questions that if you can weigh in, it's awesome. So, we the episode starts off. Um, Kat gets the one on one date, and immediately Greer breaks down in tears. And my initial thought is. A producer pulled her aside and said, hey, this one-on-one -on -one date has to be going to you. Like, it's so going to be you. So that when she doesn't get it, she's that much more let down. Do you think there's a possibility that that could be the case here? Mm. Oh, I, I didn't think of that. I think they I'm might be right. I'm always thinking of that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's unlikely that the producer would have said, you're definitely going to get this. But I think they would have been like... I, I, you know, I have a good feeling like I can yeah. see it. I, yeah, exactly. Like it would be more of an encouraging, like suggesting. But I also think if I put myself in Greer's shoes and, and I look, I like to blame things on production <laughs> often. Yeah. But in this case, I also feel she got the first impression, Rose. It's, you know, she really should have gotten her one on one by now. And I think that the reality is setting in that maybe he's moved on. As Zach seems to. I mean, I think so. She's gotten no screen time since that rose. Zero. Yeah, it's but this shocking. is this really is such a good sociological experiment. Did I say that right? Sociological. Sociological. <laughs> Can I just eliminate a couple <laughs> consonants in there? Um, but men have historically been very poor at making first impressions versus the women. And I think that's true in life as well. I just think that's that's so accurate. Mm. Like when when was the last time a man had a first impression rose on this show and was like boom all the way to the end? It's Wait, pretty didn't that uncommon. Happen a lot? No, that happened a lot. Don't don't question me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, was like, I feel like that does kind of happen a lot. Well, I feel when? like the Bachelorettes are better at picking yeah. their people. Um, who did? That's like what Casey gave it to Sean. Andy gave it to Josh. No, no, no. 
Wait, Did sorry, not, what are we saying? No, no, no. I'm saying bachelors. Yeah. I'm saying the oh, men. Oh, you're saying the opposite. Oh, the other way okay. around. Okay. Oh. I'm saying bachelors are bad at first impressions. Men uh -huh. are not as good as women at making a first impression, is my point. Because mm -hmm. I feel like the bachelor's first impression rose doesn't hold as much weight historically in this franchise yes, yes, yes. as the women. Mm. And this is an example. I think that Zach was just like, for on the first night, he was just like, oh, I like this girl. And then like the second night, he's like, eh. I like these other girls better. Do you mm -hmm. remember um, Juan Pablo's first impression, Rose? <laughs> no, what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so Kat gets <laughs> the date. We can talk about it if you want. There, I mean, well, you know Charlene got For it, another right? time. She, she didn't want it. We could talk about that another time. Well, that actually was a producery thing, but we don't have to talk Ooh. about that. Wait, can you give us a little tidbit? Oh, I, it just played in that. Like I did an ITM right after our one-on-one -on -one time together and I felt like I didn't go that great. I mean, we all saw the ITM in the episode, but I was kind of like, it was kind of like a letdown. It was sort of like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was quite certain, like I was brutally honest, honestly, it's truly how I felt. And I knew that that was probably clocked by everyone because it's very uncommon for someone to just say that was a letdown, even though I think a lot of people probably feel that way and they just don't say it. Mm -hmm. And so when he gave me the first impression, Rose, I was 100% sure that he was told to do so by production because, like, of course, it's perfect TV to give the rose to the girl who said that she wasn't that into him. But so I was actually when he offered me the rose, I was like looking in the bushes and stuff. I was I was convinced I was that paranoid person. But he, to this day, he swears that he wanted to give it to me and it wasn't a producer thing. All the producers told me that I was crazy. So yeah. I think I was one of those people that was overthinking things. Yeah. So we're in the Bahamas. Uh, Zach is looking for his Bahama mama, but he just gets a lot of drama instead. Aww. He gets on his date with Kat. They're dancing on the boat, but there's no music, right? There can't be music. <laughs> no. So they're just dancing. Just oh, like, totally. It's like a TikTok video. Is yeah. that really, you think? That's what's happening. Well, do you think there's music and then they just cut it out for the copyright? Or do you think they're actually just like, they're like, all right, guys, dance to make this look really fun? <laughs> it, I think It felt just, like that. Yeah. I feel like there was music and they cut it out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I assume they, they weren't using music. Really? Yeah. So oh, who I. dances to no music? Some people. <laughs> Some people that are told, but with by the cameraman, okay, now dance. And they're like, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what have you guys, th what did you guys think about Zach when he was announced as The Bachelor? And like, as these dates have gone on, has your opinion changed? Because I've noticed, especially in this episode, and we'll get into it with all of the dates, he is so present with the women and they're sharing these like big, huge, very serious issues with him. And he has been handling it so well that he's really growing on me. Where I, when they first announced him, I was like, wait, him like mm -hmm. really we're doing this yeah. again okay cool i'm curious what, how you guys have been experiencing it yeah. i mean i, I feel mean, like you took the words out of our mouth we i think we were in the majority with our reaction to zach being crowned oh, yeah. it, we were upset about him being picked and we were very hard on him the first episode yeah but since then i've been huge fan yeah. both of us yeah i we pride ourselves on being you know, completely objective. And I think that the reasons for which they cast Zach in the first place were extremely weak. And, you know, it's like, oh, he's America's favorite. He's the fan favorite. It's like, well, Instagram followings would suggest otherwise. He didn't really do much this season to stand out unless you're 
you know, throwing your own lead under the bus, meaning Rachel, like what even happened at that overnight date? It was just kind of like sketchy, a lot of smoke and mirrors. It just sort of felt like they wanted to cast this dashing six four white guy. And that's fine, but it just sort of felt misleading and sort of like we were going backwards with the franchise. But I have to admit, you know, the first episode was a little yeah. rocky. I think he had stage fright. <laughs> yeah. I honestly think mm-hmm. he needed to shake off the jitters because he was every single time he had something to say, he said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, he seemed like a disaster. Yeah. But he yeah. completely turned around he, yeah. second, second episode. I completely agree, Jackie. Like, he's so present with the women and it d- never feels like his responses to them, whether they're giving him good news or like a sob story or like he's, every answer he gives feels really like customized to the information yeah. he's just received. It's not like he's like, oh, I love that. Oh, that, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. It never feels yeah. rote. Yeah. And how great is it? The best line from Zach is that, you know, you don't have to tell me the drama, you know, if it's been resolved. Like how, <laughs> yeah. how, how amazing is that? Yeah. He's like, you could tell me, you could also not tell yeah, me. Yeah, you could not tell me. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. We were talking about that last week, how he just, he has been very good at deflecting from the drama and having like, Truly no tolerance for it. And as soon as it happens, he's like, all right, thank you. Goodbye. He's actually taking it very seriously. It's getting a little crazy, though. It's like the second you are involved in any drama, he's like, you're out. Goodbye. Like, you don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, you can be guilty by association either. (laughs) Right. But I I also think that's probably a premonition of who he will pick because I've felt strongly that this guy wants no baggage in his life. Like, he wants Mm. a very easy life. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think, um, like, you know, Kat was sharing the struggles that she's kind of had with her family and stuff and how she's so scared because Zach has had such a healthy upbringing. And I'm like, crazy to have, you have no family trauma or drama. And he really just wants to continue on just like a purely happy life. And I'm like, oh, people have that. Very, very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's that like? I mean, he is very, he does seem well-adjusted. Maybe they're Extremely (laughs) well-adjusted. I did like that. I mean, he had two difficult conversations this episode with Kat and then Brooklyn later on her one-on-one date. And I, like you guys were saying, really appreciate how he's so invested in every conversation. I know bachelors in the past would listen to a whole story, a traumatic story, and be like, thank you for telling me that. Oh, I appreciate you opening up. Or it's okay. And Mm. he's so much more than that and I was like I didn't realize I needed that in a bachelor until I saw it and it's just been really refreshing to watch him really actually get connected I feel that whoever he ends up with at the end of this I trust that they are actually like somewhat close like they know each other well enough because he's actually engaging in these conversations versus just like okay you told me a traumatic life story thank you like move on you know like he's listening oh absolutely bespoke answers Mm -hmm. and it also doesn't feel like he is trying to fill in the blanks you know just taking the girl he's most attracted to and like you know being like oh yeah we're close because i'm most attracted to her right we talked a lot, you know what I mean? It really does feel like one conversation can even sway him because he is that present and involved in each conversation. Totally. So what did you guys think of Kat? I think she's, after seeing that date, I was like top four hometowns material. Curious what you guys thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. No same. question. Okay. Great. We're all on no the same No question page. top four. I'm thinking I'm thinking top oh, one wow. or two. I think mm-hmm. she's, to, to me, she's in the top two. We've had Kat sure. in our top four since the first episode, just because, I hate to say this, but she has mm-hmm. the look, and that goes a very long way on this show. Like, you can almost 
gather who the top four are based on that alone. I think if you go by the formula of not complicated, that's how you pick the winner of this season. (laughs) Zach wants zero Mm. complications. No spice, no complications, no difficulty, no baggage. That's who's gonna win. Spice is okay, but and he but he also likes model, no, he likes model yeah, hot spice. <laughs> yeah, he likes like he like the stuff they put on chicken wings. That's yeah. like as much spice as he wants. Yeah, I mean certainly her looks don't hurt. I feel like he's extremely attracted to Cat. It's obvious. It was obvious night one, and their physical chemistry mm-hmm. is through the roof. Yeah, I yeah. agree. He ends this date by saying that they are two meteors perfectly colliding and making a star. <laughs> wow. So I think that means she wins, pretty much. <laughs> Andy's trying to do the, the oh, sciences. <laughs> this is audio podcast, Andy. Patreon members oh, I'm working on this. Hold on. Okay. Do you guys uh, want to see Andy's visual right now? Go to patreon.com slash she's all that. No, that's not how you make a It doesn't start. work, sadly. But bless his heart. We yeah. knew what he meant. Yeah, we yeah. did know what he meant. He should have just said there were fireworks. Yeah. Big explosion. And there were, weren't there? Big like, explosion. There, there Wait, literally were. <laughs> question about fireworks. So there's fireworks. The girls all go running. Is it really that they're running because they hear the fireworks? Or is it a producer like, oh, what do you, do you guys hear that outside? Like, go look outside. Yes, it's the latter. It's the latter. I mean, it depends how close. Although fireworks do really resonate. I hear fireworks. Sometimes I hear fireworks that are like a mile away. Yeah, that's 100% the case when they're like is that them on their date like flying overhead in a helicopter yeah, that's like definitely. that's a producer's like ladies do you hear that why don't you go outside and check yeah and if is you that- say i don't want to they're like go outside and check but uh in the in the case of the fireworks i think it comes down to how close like the date yeah. actually is in terms of proximity but i actually do think it's very likely just at the onset they want to get as much footage as possible ladies fireworks yeah. why don't you go check it out Who, yeah. who's do you think that's their date? <laughs> yeah. Don't you see Zach making out with Kat right over there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, we move over to the group date. I actually wrote down who went on this because I was typing as they were reading the group date card. So it was Allie, Katie, Ariel, Davia, Genevieve, Anastasia, Kylie, Mercedes, Charity, Gabby, Jess, and Greer. Just a small little group we've got here. And they are <laughs> go to, like, the beach to eat shellfish. Is like, was that the date? Did I, yeah, that was. What it. was the date? <laughs> they throw shrimp yeah. in their mouth. I think you've overlooked you've overlooked limbo, which is yeah, very yeah. Mm-hmm. a very fun mm-hmm. pastime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else was there? Dancing. There was limbo and shellfish. And, shellfish. and beach. Yeah. And beach. Yeah. It's on the beach. To be honest. I mean, I would have loved that date. Yeah. Because because usually the dates are terrifying, embarrassing, mm-hmm. mortifying. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. I like would... a shellfish on the beach with a little limbo, which I don't even have to participate in. That's a great date. I have to admit, I would have preferred this date over one where you have to yeah. roast yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. your fellow contestants. Like okay. those ones give me or tremendous being tackled, anxiety. Playing football. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. Yeah. I'll just eat some yeah. Getting injured. Yeah. Peeing your pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Public speaking. I mean, these dates are usually pretty rough. Yeah. I do wonder though, it did seem pretty low key and sort of uncommonly low key for episode four. So I wonder if there were other plans and then things got shifted around or something yeah well it looks like they didn't need a really extravagant date because all the drama happened with the girls on the beach really doing nothing so Mm, maybe they just let things simmer what i thought was interesting before they get to the date they're all sitting around talking about how they're stressed over not having enough time especially katie who literally just had the museum slumber party last week so i was like 
you got like the most time out of everyone. How are you complaining that you don't have time? But maybe she's just trying to be empathetic towards the other women. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's just, that's part of just being in this bubble where they, they all think they, and I, I actually do believe a lot of them really do like Zach based on the reactions we've seen from them thus far. Sometimes with The Bachelor, I'm like, mm, I'm not so, so sure that you guys even like this person. Um, but I think that's just part of being in the bubble of really just thinking that they like Zach more than they do. They're all literally like, oh, yeah, my husband. I'm actually curious for you, Charlene. Is it a situation where you are in this filming environment and then you get out and you're like, oh, that was weird. I felt way stronger for this person than I thought I did because now I'm removed from it and it was like more of an illusion? Or are they in there just saying the things that they think they should say because they're on the show? I guess it's different for everyone, but I'm just curious your perspective. I was on the show. My season aired in 2014 and filmed in 2013. So we're talking pre-Instagram. So really the only, like the reason why you would say the right thing or feel, say that you feel the, a certain way is to just stay mm-hmm. longer for what? Like yeah, for 15 yeah, yeah. minutes. You know, there wasn't like a direct reward for sticking around till final four or final three, final two or whatever. So, yeah, it's hard for me to answer that from my perspective because I really did just say how I felt. But I don't think that's the case today. Like, I think most contestants are sort of playing Mm -hmm. up how they feel. That said, to answer the first part of your question, I do think that there's a real, like, psychological game at play where the further you get, the more special Mm. you feel because it feels like you're being seen, like other women around you are going home. And so you feel chosen, you feel special, you feel seen. And I think it's easy, especially when you're spending hours a day in an ITM room with a producer talking about how great he is and your feelings for him and how much time you've had with him. It's easy to sort of confuse that to suggest that, oh, maybe I am falling in love with this guy when really, oh, I'm just in a situation where it's easy for him to make me feel extremely Mm -hmm. special just by being here in week six. It's interesting you bring up the Instagram thing and I'm kind of jumping around a a little bit, but obviously like Anastasia, that's how we say her name, right? Anastasia. So Anastasia gets sent home because of Instagram more or less. And I thought this to be interesting for a few reasons. One, because her job is like content marketing manager. So it's like her job before even going into this was Instagram, I'm assuming. And that was kind of the excuse that she had said to Zach, like, oh, no, girls were asking me what brands I already work with. And I was just sharing the information. That was the conversation. And I guess like what's interesting to me is like, at what point can we acknowledge that like we are on a TV show and Instagram (laughs) is a thing? Like, no, but like Zach actually liked (laughs) Anastasia. Her job before going into this was literally social media. And she gets sent home because she said one sentence about Instagram. I'm just like, at what point can we accept that, Mm -hmm. like, both things can be true, that you can like Zach and want to do deals on Instagram? And I found that very frustrating. (laughs) I I agree. I think there are just certain things you can't say in life. You know, if you're at a dinner party and the food is terrible and everyone knows it's bad, no one's just like, hey, this food's pretty bad. You don't say that. And you don't talk about Instagram (laughs) on The Bachelor. You just don't. (laughs) Even though everyone knows they're doing it. Everybody knows they're doing it. Kylie is an NBA dancer. You're telling me Kylie's not going to leverage her Instagram off this? Mm. Come on. What are the odds that Kylie doesn't like get into that Instagram, get up in it really hard after this show? You likened, Andy likened it to, you know, the first rule about 
the r- first rule mm. of Fight Club is you don't talk about yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, you just don't talk about it. Yeah. But you do it. And that's why, like, I agree, Jackie, that it's a little ridiculous, but at the same time, I'm like Anastasia. Yeah, it's poor form. It's so sloppy. <sighs> like she should know better. We're at season 27, even if it's 3 a.m. and you're at the airport. Like I cannot tell you how many times I wanted to confide in my fellow contestants about, I don't know, my ex or, you know, it was not about Instagram, but it was about stuff that might suggest mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe I occasionally had a thought about an ex and it's like, you just don't talk about it because you cannot trust anyone. Yeah, but it's, it's a two wrongs don't make a right thing because yeah. yes, she is sloppy, mm-hmm. but, but to call it out is, is to me treason. Like, you just cannot do that. Yeah, I just am Team Kylie, so I'm a little biased. No, I know. I'm Team Kylie, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take yeah. one side, it's Kylie. But yeah. I feel, it, yeah. yeah, in these situations, you don't say that. What I think it is, is that when... So, Zach seems to be sending girls home the second they're touched in any type of drama. But what I think it's more is that Anastasia was probably on the lower level of his list. Like, he has his top four or five girls that he really likes. And if you're not in that, he's not going to really try all that hard because he doesn't want to waste time. So, he's like, well, look, it's never going to be Anastasia anyway. So, she's Mm going to get the boot if she's kind of, like, walking around in this, maybe possibly talking about something that's taboo on this show. So I don't know if it's as much of like, that's it, you make one mistake, you're out. And we even said that last week, but I'm starting to realize that like, I'm sure if Kat was questioned and like mm-hmm. her uh, integrity was questioned, he may give her another chance and try to feel out what, you know, get a little more behind the scenes. He literally just goes up to Anastasia and is like, so you're talking about Instagram? Okay. You gotta go. I completely agree. I think that he was always going to send Anastasia home. It was mm-hmm. just a matter of time. She might yeah. have gone home at this rose ceremony. And in this case, he's just like, okay, you know, this is I, great. I have a reason. I have an excuse. Yeah. I think in general, I, I don't, I think it's something you need to watch out for because I think Zach is not sending people home necessarily for drama. He's sending people home in the convenience of drama because that is a great excuse for mm-hmm. him to do that. He's oh. not the kind of guy who likes to be confrontational with women, which yeah. is good, but he also real will take advantage of the opportunity if he's given it. I actually think that's a great point. He he, in a way, has benefited from the drama in the sense that these are women he was likely going to send home anyway. Yeah. I agree with you, Stephanie. If it were Cat, I don't think he was. Oh gonna yeah, send he'd be her like, home. well, let's think about this for <laughs> yeah. a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Takes two to tango. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, Rome wasn't exactly. built in a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, people are also pointing out if I, while I agree with the masses here, I am Team Kylie as well. I do see that there could be the option that Anastasia was talking to someone. She was talking to people. Who was she talking about? And what was Mm. the conversation? It seems like whoever she was talking about kind of, you know, sunk down in their seat a little bit and is just trying to distance themselves. But she didn't just say it out loud to no one listening. Like, Mm -hmm. there are other Mm -hmm. people in the house that obviously are interested as well, if not every single person. Yeah. No, I agree. It's someone skirted by there. And Mm -hmm. Anastasia was, I guess, generous not to call them out. Yeah, she was pretty classy in defeat. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah, for some reason, I thought Anastasia was really going to go out Mm. kicking and screaming. For some reason. I don't know why. I I had her wrong, I guess. We really didn't see a lot of her. But yeah, she was just sort of took it and left. I was like, oh, it made me kind of wish we'd see more of her. I kind of want to talk back a little bit about um, the Kylie Anastasia situation um, and how 
Kylie very much said something so innocent and in passing and all of a sudden it gets turned around into, oh, she's going to physically fight me, which is not what she said. Um, but didn't it remind you exactly of the Brianna and Christina situation? Yes. And I like clocked that and I was like, ooh, we've seen this like one too many yes. times on this season. <laughs> it reeks of like producer manipulation. Yeah. I brought this up on our recap. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're saying it's producer manipulation. Well, I said this about the Christina and Brianna thing that like, clearly I felt bad for Brianna because I thought she was being totally wound up to be like, yeah, you're right. Like Christina said she hated you. Like that's so weird. When we saw the clip and Christina didn't really say anything. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Can a producer convince you to put aside all that you believe? Like, I don't think think, think that a producer, I don't think if someone says something sarcastic to me on a national television show- a producer can't convince me to tell America that I don't understand sarcasm. Yeah. That that to me is pushing it. I'm not saying that I, what I think happened is Brianna s- said mentioned something about that because she didn't get it, which is... No, I think it's more likely that she was a little like, eh, I didn't love that, but she was going to move on. And a producer right. noticed that it yeah, gave yeah, her yeah. pause. Yeah. And so, so, Jackie, I think you're right. I just think that to begin with, Brianna could not have thought nothing of it. Right. That's what I'm saying. There had to be a seed. I don't think a producer was just like, oh, by the way, Christina said she hated you. You should talk about that. And Brianna's like, yes, sir. Mm. I don't think that Mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. I think she was thinking about it. She misunderstood it. A producer caught that and then pushed it. I do agree that in both situations, a producer was involved. But I think Mm -hmm. in both situations, because they're both embarrassing to some degree, they're not a good look, either one of them. So you wouldn't you wouldn't want to own that. I think in both cases, it it takes two to tango. I think they both were on board, and I think the producer just saw an opportunity to push it over the finish line. Mm. It is totally. more subtle than we've seen in recent seasons, the mm-hmm. manipulation. Yeah. Like this Which does, I like better. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Even though, I mean, I hated the Kylie-Anastasia conflict this week. It was just like maddening. Like uh, what Anastasia was saying, I was like, like, how can you possibly think that, that she meant no physically fight? But in general, it does feel like producers are better about noticing that seed and like watering it and tending mm-hmm. to it and being mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe you should, you know, Zach should be warned that Anastasia mentioned Instagram and Zach should be warned that Christina Mandrell is, you know, a bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just feels more nuanced, mm-hmm. more under the radar. So even though we know it's there, for some reason, it bothers me less. I think they've taken notes, actually. I think production is taking a slightly different tack this season. I've noticed, we've both noticed, mm-hmm. that there's a lot more interesting girl chat. You know, yeah. not like the usual dumb, like, hey, guys, talk about how much you like Zach's chest hair. Like, it's just like actual normal conversations that girls have. And I think there is less focus on the drama, less focus on the villain, and more just sort of giving giving in to Zach's need for something really actually real. Also, the fact that they don't let him, or they don't make him, rather, keep people. Yeah. Like, they were letting him just get rid of Christina these people. Mandrell. Hell yeah. She, Are you kidding me? Yeah, she yeah. was made Christina for TV. Christina Mandrell. <laughs> I was surprised Rest by that peace. one, too. I was like, for sure they got to keep this going a few more weeks with the whole, like, if they're going to make Christina a villain here. But he was like, nope, nope, nope. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I prefer this. Like, it's, it, again, it's not like I loved the Kylie Anastasia conflict, but it did feel like it was actual conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she, you know, that Anastasia, set, you know, interpreted something incorrectly, willfully, in my opinion. But it's just so much better than throwing in, you know, three or five new women 
in yeah. week four, yeah. mm-hmm. which we've totally. seen so many times now. I completely or like agree. a shrimp gate. Yeah. That we've been gone. talking so about weird. this because like with Clayton's season specifically, like all that forced drama and it was I felt Sinead to be a very forced villain and it didn't mm. come up naturally that I prefer this organic drama that like while maybe producers had their hands in it a little bit it didn't probably it probably didn't take much to nudge them along to get the storyline that they wanted to come out here and I think it's coming across it's just more classy it's a classier show which is I know Reality TV shouldn't necessarily be classy, but the the structure of it should be. Mm. You should feel like you're not being insulted, mm-hmm. like you're not being cheated, like you're actually seeing real people having real interactions that lead to real relationships. Mm. Not that much to ask. <laughs> totally. Well, back on the beach, um, Gabby admits that she's allergic to shellfish and unfortunately can't participate in the whole like catching shellfish in your mouth game that is part of this date. And <laughs> yeah. I My favorite game, so by funny. the way, since I was a kid, since I was a kid. Love that game. Love catching shellfish. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's the best. My favorite game growing up. (laughs) I just feel like she can't catch a break. She's always kind of like, something's always happening to her where she's spiraling a little bit. I think it's really endearing and people are really starting to get to know her a little bit and like her. But something I'm concerned about, and apparently a lot of other people are too, she kisses him later in the evening. And I'm just like, what about the shellfish allergy? Like, did you make him gargle? How do we, did she have an EpiPen? (laughs) What is concerning? She had, there was a mouth condom. Like a, <laughs> yeah, well, a dental dam. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. There's a work for that. A dental dam. Like, I mean, she. It was big enough for her to say it that she couldn't kiss him originally, and it was only a few hours later. I'm assuming. I mean, I think there's a certain like time frame where the there's... shellfish just leaves your mouth. <laughs> but also, there's several hours between the day and evening portion. Yeah. So, I mean, if you couldn't, if you had to think about, if you had a shellfish allergy to the point where you had to like have a whole like week schedule of how much shellfish the person ate, I think, yeah, that, that would not be feasible. I, I don't think anyone has an allergy that bad. I refuse to believe that Zach has two to three hours between the day and evening portion of a group date where he's kissing multiple women and he doesn't at least like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, use mouthwash in yeah. between, at least. There's probably like five mm. or six toothbrushings a day is the lead. I never thought I'd reach the point in my life where I was talking about this. <laughs> it's something to <laughs> be concerned about. You finally made it. Yeah, I love your concern, Stephanie. I was waiting concerned. for Gabby's lips to be like puffy at the end of the day because I was like, what's going on? Are you yeah, safe, Yeah, her comment Gabby? was foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, so Anastasia is doing her limbo game and uh, she asks for a kiss for courage before she goes and limbos and Zach gives her the cheek. So like, girl, you were going home anyway. Mm. This is like the... What is it? The writing's in the sand. Is that the phrase? That feels like not the phrase, but it's something like that. Yeah, I think you combine <laughs> the writing in the wall with a line in the sand. That was good. I could I could work with that. I could okay. work with that. All right. The lot. It's the lines and writing, wall sand, all there. But Anastasia was going home, and she very much blames the interaction with Kylie for her departure. When clearly Zach's not into her to be, to begin with. I don't think if he's giving her the cheek. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I we we n- neither of us thought that Anastasia was going to make it that far. So this was not or, surprising. I mean, to be honest, I, I think both of them are not. As you said yeah. in our recap, Andy, if you're really confident in your relationship that you're doing what either yeah. of them did. Yeah. So Anastasia first by, in you know, stealing him away from a group of like, like Stephanie, as you said, it's a really big group date. It's not like these women have anything to do other than just stand around and wait for him to return. So even though I get that that's part of the game, when Anastasia did that, I was kind of like, that's just, uh, 
Yeah. It's a little it's a little selfish in my opinion. And then Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then later on when Kylie you know, and of course, Anastasia interprets the fight thing totally incorrectly, which is just was maddening to watch. But then even Kylie mentioning the Instagram stuff, you don't do any of these things if you feel good about your relationship. So I genuinely Agreed. just don't think yeah, either woman... Yeah, they were woman, both flailing. Both flailing. Yeah. It was just like they were dog paddling, drowning, and fighting each other in the water. But I do think it's possible that if Anastasia hadn't done this thing, or if Kylie hadn't called her out on the Instagram, it's very possible Kylie would have gone home and Anastasia would have stayed for just another, you know, maybe another night. Mm. So Not long, though. What? Not, not long. No, yeah. not long. But I'm saying it, this was this was like he had to choose one. So he mm -hmm. chose the good guy. He knew they were both going home in the right. next, you know, two or three nights. Mm -hmm. He just chose the good guy. He wants to, you know, he doesn't want trouble. Zach is the <laughs> classical, I don't want any trouble here, mm -hmm. fellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of foreshadowing because there were a lot of um, voiceovers of people saying, we all decided we're going to share our time today and we're all going to yeah. get an even amount of time. We are best friends through and through. And then that's when Anastasia stops in and says, um, Kiss for good luck when, before she mm. limbo. So she kind of breaks the rules first, which I think kind of turns the date on its head. And I don't know. It kind of, that smelled like producer to me. And maybe even Kylie going to interrupt her was a producer nudge, knowing that maybe Anastasia didn't want to be interrupted and would react in the way that they wanted her to. I just am always assuming that a producer is sitting on the sidelines, like rubbing their hands like mischievously. Yeah, no, I think yeah. it's possible. No, it's totally possible. Much. Like if if I'm looking at my own experience, I'm in Seoul. I have a one-on-one -on -one rose at the rose ceremony cocktail party. And that's not to say that a producer wasn't like, you should fight for one-on-one -on -one time at this cocktail party. But I was like, I already have a rose. I'm not going to. They're like, but you know, I'm sure Juan pa it would mean a lot to Juan Pablo. Like it would show that you care, mm -hmm. that you're not just in it for the rose. And I was like, I refused. I was like, really? I, yeah, because the, a ton of the other women hadn't had any time with him. I had a rose. I had a whole date. So, so classy. Well, no, my point is, is that like, yeah, a producer can suggest this stuff, but I just don't think you should ever do it because it will come back to bite you. A, just for harmony, like I think fair is fair. And so that's why even if a producer suggested Anastasia go do that, I don't think she should have because yeah. they're all in the same boat. Be, be she, a good human. Yeah, she's acting like her time is more valuable than other people's. Yes. I, I hate that. I hate that in life too. Like if mm -hmm. someone butts mm -hmm. you in line, I'm like, yeah. why are you? Why is your time more valuable totally than mine? I agree. Yeah. Good point. Totally. Charlie, I always felt like on your season, you were like the guy in the office um, who does the exact opposite. Not the office, office space. Oh. I always get those confused. Where he does the exact opposite of what you should do as a good employee. Oh. He's just like, yeah, I don't like coming to work. Come to work late. Don't really enjoy doing reports. Yeah. Leave early. Just tainted it here. And the guy's like, you're promoted. Yeah, that's, that's you. That you does, did that. That does sound like me as a totally bachelor contestant. <laughs> So moving over to Brooklyn's one-on-one -on -one date, they go ATVing on the beach. Uh, it's I think they have great chemistry, and I'm also kind of seeing Brooklyn as a hometown potential. Thoughts on Brooklyn? Mm, I love Brooklyn. Yeah, me too. me too. Yeah, she's I. First of all, her lasso. I I don't know what I <laughs> thought a, like a real lasso would look like, but I was like, oh, that's amazing. It was just such a skill, mm -hmm. and. She's just, I love how she called out Christina Mandrell on that group date directly. 
Like she didn't dance around it. She was like, "You're." T- we know you like she was very direct, but not confrontational. She was just I thought she did what needed to be done. Oh, yeah, she's just the best. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she and doesn't I wouldn't do anything have expected a- that from her. Yeah, I think it's easy to be like, oh, you know, some she's a rodeo girl from what is she from Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's named easy. Brooklyn. Yeah, name <laughs> name Brooklyn. It's easy, I think, to make assumptions and assume she's there just as like the fun, like woo contestant. But I actually think she's got a ton of depth. Yeah, and her rea- she's just she adds so much life. It's amazing how much life one contestant can add to a season, and that's Brooklyn for me. No, I definitely right. really like her. Hot take though, I don't think she's top four i think she i think she's paradise superstar material i think they mm-hmm. put her on this one-on-one date because she has such an, an important story to tell and i'm glad that they mm-hmm. shed light on such an important issue but i don't know if zach was as into her as he was just like being the amazing zach that we've come to see now being so supportive of her story like i think because she had such a compelling story they wanted to give her the one-on-one and then zach obviously responded to that incredibly positively because we've seen that he is a really good guy but i I just i don't know something in my gut is like that not top four she'll be top eight top six go on to be paradise superstar Top six i could see top six yeah yeah she's i agree jackie she's going home week seven in my yeah 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 Yeah. wait i'm curious who are your top four ladies i don't know if i have that finalized i suck i'm like i'm like so bad i'm gonna say cat katie uh ariel uh, charity. Oh, I think wow. That's, my that's top pretty four. close to our top four. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're basically, I think the only thing you have charity in your top four. No, I have Jess. Jess. So right now my ranking is Kat, Ariel, Katie, Jess. Yeah. And I'm, Ka- I'm Kat, Ariel. No, Kat, Which one Katie, is Jess? Ariel. Sparkly oh, skin. Oh, it's. <laughs> It From says so much that you just asked which yeah. one is And that's Jess. why she's not in the top two. Yeah, well, has she had any thing all happen her yet? Wa- all her one-on-one time is her being reassured. But I'm confident uh, that a one-on-one date is coming. She's I She was the first week. out of the limos. Yeah. Okay. And she has the body yeah. glitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of glitter. glitter. Yeah. She does have the body glitter. <laughs> Wait, who did he have the one-on-one date with last week where they did the skydiving? Um, Allie. Okay, yeah. She's a wild card for me. Um, I think she could potentially also be top four. I'm keeping her on the side, though. Okay. On the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. So um, we move over to back at the... I, do you still call it the mansion when they're traveling? I do, but it's not the mansion, but whatever. Home base. And they're at the rose ceremony. And Zach proves once again that he has zero tolerance for drama and pulls on a, Anastasia's side and gives her the boot. Immediately, though, is interesting Kylie's reaction. People are debating, is it guilt or was it fear? Like, oh, shit, Anastasia's going home. I'm for sure going home. What do you guys think it was? Hmm. I think it was maybe a healthy combination of both, but mainly guilt. I, I believe that Kylie is a very good person with some shame. Mm-hmm. And I think she felt pretty we, upset we, about what she had done. I want to add that when we talk about shame on Dear Shandy, we always say it in a positive light. So the fact yeah. that she felt such remorse, she felt such guilt over what she had, you know, over having even just been involved and she felt like it was unnecessary. It showed empathy. It showed yeah. that it was out of character and 
It, it made you want to hug her, honestly. Yeah, it was a good human reaction. Yeah. Like, I would have felt the same way. Like, oh, my God, I just ruined this person's yeah, whole time on this show. Yeah, it's very possible that Anastasia was not going to go home at that rose ceremony, and she single-handedly is the reason why she left this week. And I would feel awful if I was responsible, and I, I you could see that in her eyes. Like, she when she said, I hate myself, I was like, oh, girl. Yeah. But she said that in one line, Anastasia is much more manipulative than I am. And people are like, mm. <laughs> that's just a weird mm-hmm. way to say it why not just say like Anastasia is manipulative and don't throw yourself in the running at all it made me feel like she's like she's not as bad or she's way worse than I am but I'm still pretty bad so I wasn't sure what was going on there it was interesting wording that that's that I can tell you're a journalist but Kylie doesn't go home she makes it through the rose ceremony Davia Genevieve and Anastasia are the three people that go home this week. Do we think Kylie's going home next week? Because I kind of feel like her days are are numbered. She's yes. not. Maybe yeah. not necessarily next week, but soon. Not top mm-hmm. four material. Yeah. No. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that that was sort of the nail in her coffin. I, I had my doubts that she was going to make it far anyway, but she is now tainted by this, as she yeah. herself seems to know. I, I actually do think she could be going home next week, as soon as next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The trailer for next week. Going to London. Yes, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that we have some sort of phone footage from Zach. What do we think that means? He's FaceTiming Sean again. (laughs) There was something where he has like phone. He's filming himself in his hotel room. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And obviously like never trust the promo because they love to psych us out. But that to me felt like something. And I'm like, why haven't we seen anything about this in promos prior does that mean it's probably mm. just something fake that it's like, what are we going to do? We're waiting five for minutes dinner. for the rose ceremony yeah. and then we're uh, going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I think you can, you can bet good money on it that it's fake. Yeah. Good money. <laughs> well, what do you guys think it is? I think it's something that will resolve itself within five to seven minutes of <laughs> showtime. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you're right. I confess, yeah, whenever we see stuff like this, I force myself not to spend a second thinking about it because whatever I think is giving it too much credit mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it chances are it really will be resolved in five to seven minutes and it's, it's like totally when you see an ambulance roll up in the preview it's like right is yeah. someone's someone gonna die a hang now yeah. and they needed an ambulance it, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly well thank you guys so much for helping us recap this episode um do you guys want to plug dear shandy and all of the things oh yeah sure uh dear shandy is a relationship podcast we answer burning relationship questions mm-hmm. very honestly brutally yep. honestly sometimes oh, yeah. andy has his male perspective and the whole angle is we're happily married and all that stuff so we like to think we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And we also recap The Bachelor when it's on. Mm-hmm. And with lots, lots of BTS, I think. Yeah. So yeah, check former us out. Former contestant. Yes, former contestant. First impression Rose recipient, Charlene Joint. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for spending Valentine's Day with us. It's I'm Aww. honored because I feel like we got just as much Aww. time as Andy's gotten with you, Charlene, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> true it's true that's true thank you for spending yours with us and that is our show thank you guys so much for listening if you like what you hear guys we have the list of people that haven't written reviews your name is on it sandra julie oh sandra called out julie megan oh no guys what are you doing go write a review it takes literally three seconds it can be a fun creative writing activity for you you know just really flex those muscles of creativity If you're in a um, hurry, 
you don't need to write mm-hmm. the review, but we appreciate the five stars. So yeah. whatever you can offer, we're, ha- we're happy. And also steal your grandma's phone and do it on her phone too. Totally. Grandmas, grandpas, great aunts, everyone in the mix there um check out our facebook group if you are interested in meeting other she's all batch friends and check out our patreon if you're like wow i need to hear you guys talk to me more there's a place you can do that and it's on the patreon and we have a lot of bonus episodes they're really fun how would you describe them stephanie well first of all i would say go to patreon.com slash she's all batch and you can actually check out what we have to offer so if you're not sure you want to subscribe go to the patreon page and you'll be able to see the types of episodes we're offering yeah. we have an episode about behind the scenes of fantasy suites about behind the scenes of the audition process of the show later this month we're going to do a patreon episode about highlights of all the different bachelor tell-all books it's very juicy and also who has time to read all of them we do but you do not so <laughs> you can just listen to this patreon episode and get the highlights yeah. So we also have all of our video interviews there. So if you're interested, mm-hmm. if you're a visual person and you want to watch our interviews, they're at patreon.com slash she's batch. Go check it out. Big thank you to our sponsors this week. You can go to edituddecom slash she's all batch and save $25 off your first bedding order. The butteriest most comfortable sheets you'll ever lay on. Yes, and then you can go to ZocDoc.com slash allbatch, or you can just download the ZocDoc app for free. Take the pain out of like looking for doctors. It makes it so much easier. I love ZocDoc. And treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 25, uh, save 20% off at HoneyLove.com when you use code She's All Batch at honeylove.com. Yes, and if you are looking for something to do that's not just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through your feed, but you still want a little comforting distraction, check out Trail Mix Games Love and Pies. It is so fun. You can download it for free today at the App Store or in Google Play, and then DM me about it because I want to talk about your yeah, cafe. I want to hear what how you decorated your cafe because I bet yes. my cafe is cuter. Just kidding. Ooh. I really suck at design. That's not true. You can give me some pointers. Okay. Maybe. We can compare designs. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, be sure to follow us. Follow Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore across platforms. Follow me at She's All Batch across platforms. Yeah, I'm really trying to step up my TikTok game. So I mean, you're all out. over my feed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I want to be on everyone's feed all the time. I'm really trying up over here. No, so it's it. fun. I'm having fun with it. I just figured let's lean in in 2023 to be more fun. Why and not? TikTok is fun. Go Why more. not? Well, I think. Is that it? I think. I think that's it. Bye, bitches. Bye.